Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's Boomer and Geo on the fan and the CBS Sports Network. Tough studio, Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday. What do you say? The Boomer and Geo program on the fan and CBS Sports Network. No G today. He is home, I hope, sleeping, as he probably had things coming out of every end yesterday, as we know. Started at 8 o'clock in the morning. Hopefully it wrapped up by nighttime and should be back tomorrow. In the meantime, I sit in with the booms this midweek, and we've got lots to get to. At some point, I guarantee you, we will get to Al's career because it is entertaining, and Boomer listened to a podcast about it. Uh, we will get to, as well, some of the baseball notes. There's some stuff going on between the Yankees and the Mets, but that'll be for a little bit later on. We start instead with football. The franchise tag stuff started yesterday officially. Boomer and Sizing, good morning to you, sir. How are you? Good morning, Jerry. It's uh, nice to work with you, and I just uh, hope my partner, uh, Gio, feels better today. And I have to tell you, this norovirus thing, this is worse than the coronavirus. This this thing is like a hundred times more contagious. It spreads like wildfire. It is quick. all over the place. And I can't even begin to tell you how many people have texted me in the last two weeks after that day that I missed at the Super Bowl about, you know, their particular story about what this what is going on. I, now, this thing wasn't released out of a Wuhan lab or anything, was it? No. I mean, this thing came out it's of been nowhere. Around, but this has been around for a long time. And now we're dealing with it, and it's going from person to person to person and from room to room to room, which is why I am dead man walking. Yeah, it feels that way because you haven't had it yet. So, And uh, I I wasn't even thinking about it when we were out there in Arizona. But so Gunner's family went through it. Sydney's family went through it. Mm -hmm. I've been through it. Greg's entire family has now gone through it. His entire family has gone through it. And I would tell you that at least, and this is no joke, and I'm not overestimating our embellishing anything at least 20 of my friends and their families have been through it yeah i believe the lesson it. here is don't have families right now yep <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> fine but uh yeah this this thing is i've never i've never seen anything like this no this kind of sucks and i will tell you there was a moment yesterday because ever since greg was hunched over with his head in the garbage pile yesterday yes um and, and vomiting violently my stomach's been queasy just because I saw it and it kind of gets in your head. So yesterday I drove home. I felt fine. Everything was good. And then, you know, Spike told me before I left, he goes, listen, I, I don't want him in tomorrow. He needs to take care of himself. Get some rest. Take a day. Great. No problem. Then it hit me. Huh. What if I get this tonight? And then my stomach got queasy again. 
I ended up in the bathroom for about five minutes thinking, uh-oh, here we go. And then that was it. I'm like, all right, I'm not sick. I feel fine. But I thought for sure hours later that I had gotten something. You'll know. You'll but know I will. I mean, like Gene knew when he came in yesterday morning that he had it. Well, he was sick when he got here. Yeah, I know that. He, well, he said he started to feel uh, the, the effects of it over the Kosciuszko Bridge. He which, was sitting here like that this that, that with could, a blanket on. Yeah, I know. I gave I him mean, the blanket. But, Holy you know, he, here's the thing. For me, I got home from dinner. I watched the entire Ranger-Vancouver game that night. The Rangers won the game. And then, I'm telling you, five minutes after the Rangers won, I had a sprint to the bathroom. Yeah. That's how fast it came on. And I had no warning. I didn't so you feel, had no symptoms. Well, you didn't have the chills. No, you didn't have the fever, fact, nothing. I played golf that day, went to an early dinner. Me and my buddy Mike came back. We went to well, Safeway or River Costco, whatever, and got some waters to bring back to our hotel rooms. And then I, and when I was in that uh, in that supermarket, a couple of people had recognized me or whatever. So we had some fun with them. A Cleveland Brown fan, a Pittsburgh Steeler fan. <clears throat> and they were in town for that waste management open. And we were having a lot of fun with them. And then uh, literally out of nowhere, I, I found myself like sprinting to the bathroom and uh, ended up spending at least six hours in there just. I have never been so violently ill in all my life. There's no place better to be at that point. Because you don't want to be in the car. You don't want to be out. You want to be home in the comforts of your own bathroom. I told you, man. Any, anybody who had a hotel room next to me thought somebody was getting murdered in my room. Because uh, whether you were below me, above me, to the side of me, or across the hall from me, you heard me. Yeah. And that's how loud it was. So We hope that G gets better quickly. Yeah. Now, that, And not, not only that, if you noticed too yesterday, he kind of slipped this one in. And I don't know if you picked up on it. He even said his mother-in-law had had it already. Yeah. Like, I mean, it really went through the family. It did. It did. So. And it's gone. And it's gone. It's all over the place. And that's why, you know, it was interesting. The day that I had missed that show, the New York Post had ran an article about how this thing was just flying across yep. the country. Yeah. It was all over the place. Mm -hmm. And then poor Sabrina had it on the way back uh, from Arizona. She's a, you know, five-year-old. And she had her fifth birthday out there, big celebration. Next thing you know, she's on a plane, and yep. she has it. Yeah, terrible. So, yeah, it's brutal. So, anyway, you know, hopefully uh, your families, if you do end up getting it, that it goes through quickly and you get over it quickly. It took me about uh, 48 hours. You know, that, that was about it. And hopefully... G and uh, Gina do the drip hydration. I'm yes. telling you, it helped a lot. And he's doing the right thing by not being here because you should not have. If you weren't in Phoenix, you would not have worked that Friday. Nah, but you know, Super Bowl I had to show up. You know, it's, you know, it's game time. You know, you got to show up. You got to gamer to do the best you can. That was a football Friday too. That was a pitch sure. segment Friday and everything else. Yeah, and the kickoff show. Yeah, I had the kickoff show after that. Right, missing that was not an option. No, there was no option there. You just had to suck it, suck it up, and go through it. So that's that's <laughs> basically it. I mean, either no, way. No, yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I was that Friday, man. I was miserable. I know you were, and you got through it like a champion. So anyway, so yesterday this this franchise tag um, window finally opens. This is something we've been talking about for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. And until all these things obviously become settled, it's going to continue to be a talking point. A couple of just things of note here. This, and this goes back to what we talked about yesterday. And I, I really I don't want to talk about Aaron Rodgers and Derek Carr all day again. However, one thing about that. One of the com topics of conversation was yesterday. If you were the Jets, timing with Rodgers is everything here. You want to get Aaron Rodgers. If you don't want to get Aaron Rodgers, you're stupid. I clearly think that that's what they want to do. But you also have Derek Carr sitting there as a free agent that you could have whenever. If you make him the right deal, you could have him today, I imagine. It, the timing of it stinks, though, from the standpoint of you see the story that's put out by ESPN, and I, I don't doubt the reporting by Diana Rossini talking about how 
they're conveying to him that you can be a Hall of Fame quarterback if you come here, given the setup and the roster we have and the moves we can still make. And it gets to, if you're Joe Douglas, how do you look these, you have a job to do, but how do you look these guys in the face knowing that what you're telling them, while may be true, also may not ever become true because you're kind of the second option. Yeah. And if you're Derek Carr, you know you're the second option. Yeah, the Jets are in a really tough spot. You know, they, they're sitting there and they're waiting for Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has got to... He wants to come and play for the Jets. He's got to. He's got to tell the Packers, "I want to be traded to the Jets." That's bottom line. Is what I told you yesterday. And the panacea for the Jets would be two years, seventy million. Uh, you know, mentor Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson stays on the team. I, I guess you could say, okay, Derek Carr will give you a four-year deal if you want to be a Hall. <laughs> now, I don't know how true that is, but if somebody said to him, "You could be a Hall of Famer if you come here and you take this team." To the playoffs. I mean, I, I would like to think that could be anybody. Um, and it's going to be really difficult to do that given the fact that it is the AFC and how good the AFC is and how many better quarterbacks there are in the AFC. Um, and if it goes sideways, you know, we always talk about the positive. If it goes well, you're going to be a Hall of Famer. Absolutely. But if it goes sideways, everybody's going to get fired and you're going to be, you know, standing there with another new coach. And I think that if I were Derek Carr, my thing is, is I am looking for a place that really is stable. And maybe he will be the fallback option for the Jets. And maybe they would offer him more money because of the desperation that would come along with it. I would think that Derek Carr is going to want to make a decision, you know, by at, at the worst by the end of next week. Because remember, he's the only free agent right now out there as a quarterback. And if there are two or three teams that are interested in him he can have his pick but the moment these other guys become available if they do become available then teams will sit down they will assess their options they'll look at all the different uh ways that you know they can fit a guy into their salary cap the length of the salary cap does they you know and i keep saying this and i know a lot of jet fans i don't it's not that they're mad at me i'm just i'm just conveying <laughs> the message that they are keeping zach wilson he is going to be on the roster just so you know that, unless unless they decide, okay, Derek Carr, you're the guy. Woody Johnson gets involved. They get a five year contract, and and he says, you know, the last thing I want is Zach Wilson and that thing hanging over me as the starting quarterback of your team because you know Zach was the second overall draft pick. You know they they don't want to give up on him yet, not after two years. No. And the best situation, in my eyes at least, for right now. If you had to go between Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers, the Aaron Rodgers thing would be better for Zach Wilson and his development here as a potential jet starter in three years. Which makes all the sense in the world. So, let's talk, so you talk timeline then. I mean, the Packers, whether they've made the decision or not, clearly if you read the tea leaves and all the oh, they, stories they, they, that are out there, him. they're done with them. That's what we hear. That's what we read. Fine. Fair enough. So at what point do we find out? I know he's this retreat thing should be over. We're not going to hear from him because he only talks to McAfee. McAfee's off this week. So at what point does something start to happen in terms of, like, if the Jets want to make an offer, can they call right now to Green Bay? And they've say, already spoken to Green Bay. Okay, so they've, they've already spoken to Green Bay, and Gutenkus basically, uh, you know, realizes that Aaron Rodgers is running this thing. He's the okay. one that's running it. So then, at they, what point do you think there's clarity on that situation? I don't know. I can't. I can't predict what Aaron Rodgers is going to do. But I think if Aaron Rodgers really does want to play, and he doesn't want to play in Green Bay, and he wants to play with Nathaniel Hackett, the offensive coordinator of the Jets, 
then I think he's got to basically make a decision relatively quick because he can't leave the Jets hanging. Well, that's that comes back to my original point. That's why the timing of this for the Jets sucks because they've got a guy that, whether you like him or not, is a good option to be a quarterback for the next four or five years, but he's still option number two. And you don't want to lose him to another team. Then Rodgers doesn't want to come here. Then what? You know, I, what I just, I just, the thing I don't understand, and I am a, uh, a Derek Carr I do respect him. Mm-hmm. I like him. I think he is an all-in guy. He's there's no question that whoever he signs with, he is going to be there the next day. He's going to be at practice. He's going to be learning his offense. He's going to be meeting his coaches and his teammates and the owners. And he is going to be a guy that's going to be all in. So I don't I don't have any question about that part of it. But I do question the fact that Josh McDaniels and the Raiders are letting him go after nine years. And you know, all the crap that he had been through in nine years. And all the instability that that franchise, from moving it from Oakland to Las Vegas, the John Gruden stuff, the Rich Bisaccia stuff, the Dennis Allen stuff. I mean, it's just one thing after the next. Uh, Jack Del Rio was his head coach. I mean, I, and he still is a very successful. I, If I were him, I'd be looking for something that is so much more stable, like where I could get with a guy that I believe is going to be there for a long time. Now, per- personally for me, again, I, I will say Carolina is the place where I think... That if he really wanted to have his most success and he wanted to go to the playoffs, that would be the place I would go. But I don't know if they want him. I don't know if that owner down there is, you know, and even Frank Reich had a uh, press conference yesterday and said, you know, there's a lot of coach speak about, you know, we haven't really got into this. We're starting to develop. We finally got our coaches. We have our first staff meeting. I mean, I can't believe that they don't they wouldn't know who they want or what they want. But I, I don't know if Derek Carr even has a visit there. And to me, that seems like the perfect place for him. But they may be felt that they may feel that they have been burned the last two years with Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold. They don't want to go down that road. They want to get one of these young kids want to draft someone now. Yes, draft someone and start over. Yeah, I mean, so that could be the case too for him. So he may not have as many options as we think he has. Right now, he has the Saints. And he has the Jets, the Jets. and, and the another Saints team and supposedly. That yeah, but we don't know who that is. We don't. We don't. But the same, and the, he's got the connection to Dennis Allen. Yeah, that so, was his initial coach, and they wanted him and brought him in initially. So they that's tried the to trade team. for him. They had they had a, a trade already agreed to with the Raiders, and Derek decided not to because I think his agent probably did some digging and said, uh, "Hey, look, you know, there's a couple other teams out there I think you need to visit before you make a decision on the Saints." Yeah, but that's the team that I would be worried about if I was the Jets. But the other thing too is he doesn't seem to be while I know he's a good quarterback, he also the fit in terms of the city, the way his he seems to be. I don't personality? know. Personality? Yeah, I don't know. Well, he, here, but he, I don't know that he has either. As as, as Gio would uh <laughs> basically, you know, he is a Bible study guy. Uh, sure. So, but that doesn't mean that he's not a great teammate. I mean, all of his teammates love him. Um, and he's just probably not a guy that goes out and starts drinking and hanging out with the guys. No, I think. And the mistake the Raiders made too, which is not religious, is getting rid of Versace was not the right move at the time, but whatever. That's the other thing. One other, uh, before we break. And so the, the giant thing is another storyline that's gone on and on for a couple of weeks now. It's taken a couple of different twists and turns. And to me, the question is, who are you using the tag on? Is it, it going to be Daniel Jones? For sh- you think for sure it's going to be Daniel Jones? I, I think so. For this sure. whole $45 million thing that I don't think was ever confirmed by anybody, but that was put out there is clearly a negotiating ploy. The number that I would think you're going to settle on is between 35 and 40. No. Right? I mean, which to I know, me is still I, crazy. It's still crazy for him, but I, I would just say that the moment he changes agents, now people start speculating 
on what those agents are going to be asking for, or somebody knows anything, like an Adam Schefter may know an agent, or may, or it could be Ian Rappaport, or somebody like that knows an agent, and then they look at who they've represented, what the kind of money that they've gotten for their players, and and then basically speculate that you know he's asking up to forty five million. I don't believe that to be true. But I, I do think that the Giants believe that this is the best alternative for them is to keep Daniel Jones as a quarterback. So they tag him at about $33 million, 32 and change, I guess. And uh, and then they try to work a long-term deal out with him. But I, I would say that uh, anybody who thinks that he's getting 40 to $45 million is out of their mind. The question I was going to have for you. When you hear that number, it sounds ludicrous to me. Wish I still played. You always talk about for sure, and you'd be in that forty-five to fifty million. But then range, I wouldn't have really know. gotten to know you guys. That's true too, and you were putting your loss. Yeah. Um, the forty, forty to forty-five million dollar deal. Is it possible? You always talked about the salary cap these coming years and all these TV deals. Is it possible they go in and say? This is a bargain compared to what the numbers are going to look like in two years. Well, I think I think a lot of this is going to be predicated. On what happens with Joe Burrow and what happens with Justin Herbert. Well, that's what I'm talking. That's this yeah, is I, I mean. mean, like I, I do believe that Joe Burrow will be the first fifty million dollar a year quarterback. Now, obviously, out of Cincinnati, you know, people are saying, well, he needs to take less money so they can keep T. Higgins, and T. Higgins needs to take less money. I'm like, what? Who is anybody to tell T. Higgins what to do? You know, T. Higgins is on a uh, second round draft choice contract. He's got one year left on his contract at about four million dollars. And and given what all these wide receivers had got last year, he's he's worth somewhere between sixteen and twenty million. So why why should he take less money? Like he like this is his chance at the big payday. Much like Daniel Jones, this is his big Correct. chance at the big payday. And you got to go out there and you got to try to leverage as as best you can and get as much as you possibly can because you you owe it to yourself and you owe it to your family for sure. But you know if Joe Burrow is going to get a huge contract and we all believe he's going to. That he's going to eclipse at least on an AAV situation, uh, average you know annual salary uh, is going to be larger than Patrick Mahomes, and and quite frankly he needs to do that. Oh, he, he he has to do. He's going to go up, go up, go up, go up, go up. And in Philadelphia, you've got a wide receiver that's fighting for his quarterback. We'll get to that and a whole lot more coming up along the way. We've got Celo coming up next. Also, we are going to get to the Mets and Yankees at some point. I also have something for Boomer that I'd like to get to, too, about social media. Um, very interesting comments made by a college basketball coach that I'd like you to hear. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, 25 after 6, what is up? It's the Boomer and Geo program on this Wednesday morning. We've got CeeLo in here. Before he gets to him, though, I just have a question for you. This doesn't pertain to him, but because you had the whole thing with the sushi and everything, yeah. um, the refrigerator, it, the jar of thought, and that is, so you know Barrel and Roost. You love that they place. Love Nicholas owns yeah, the, right. yeah. So we were there Saturday. Me and uh, me and Kim went Saturday night. And you he, get a free meal? No, I didn't have a free meal. Oh, okay. I paid for my meal. Attaboy. And uh, although he did buy us a couple of drinks, which yeah, was I very nice. as much, yeah. Like he wouldn't buy you a couple of drinks. No, very good. Listen. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm not telling well, All right. Here's my question. So yeah. he also owns a creamery. For ice cream, which he is, he's opening one up in the Middletown area. Love a good solid creamer. He wants to bring in ice cream for us. For okay. All of us, yeah. You know? But it, it's coming in the afternoon. My question, I said to my coming in the afternoon a, because he he made a special ice cream for Craig. So he's why bringing make it in. Why, why did he make one cream for us? Craig? Nobody even knew who they were. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Craig's got a relationship with him as well. I don't oh, know. Oh, so he's man. doing a rainbow. cream on us. <laughs> he's right. doing a rainbow cookie ice cream, which is neat. Whatever. My point is, he wants to give a bunch of gallons for us the next morning. But gallons? Well, what do you want? I, I don't need any. What is cream? I'm going to Carvel, so I'm fine. So now you don't like him. <laughs> cream pie. <laughs> All right. My question is... Cremo Land. Can. All right. Hey, yeah, what's that uh, ice cream place that Marco Battaglia owns down in... Uh, oh, Beach Plum. Beach Plum. How's that ice cream? Pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Really Maybe good. Maybe I can get Marco to send us some ice cream I'm for sure our show. I'm sure he can. Bring oh that cream. God. He was sending it for this show. No, he wasn't. He was sending you, it for Craig's You sound ass. like we were the second. That's not I'm not true. an ass. Don't say that. He was cream in the middle. so mad. Oh, yeah, Jesus God. <laughs> <laughs> you get so mad. I don't get mad. You're, yeah, being, yeah, yeah. you're being irrational. No, I'm not being irrational. He's bringing it in the afternoon, but he's bringing... Our ice cream for us, but where do we put it? Whether he brings it in the morning or in the afternoon, it doesn't matter. Yeah, there's no place put to put it here. That's, That's my why. question. We have no freezer here anywhere? We, no, no, we don't. Can you? Do we have a freezer, Eddie, anywhere? Uh, there's one over there, but it's probably jam full. Yeah, if you put it in the freezer over in the commissary, forget it. It's for one night. I mean, people have things in there that, I mean, I think has been there probably for about 10 years. No yeah. one ever fixed the mini fridges after you did your inspection of them recently? Mm, I don't, but the freezers, though? And that you, you, you bought yes, up over remember there, you the... opened it up and it was like a block yeah, of no, ice. No, 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 but those are tiny little mini fridges. Oh, you need with... for a gallon, No, but there's right? a proper fridge over there, but it's probably got like Minko's kidney in it. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly right. <laughs> And you over there, you just button up Mr. Sushi Face. Again. And, and who brings sushi in midnight? Uh, someone who has to work well, at all odd I hours? I mean, in fairness. Yeah, right. And you don't use the Dunkin' Donuts refrigerator with well, sushi. So which refrigerator should I use? The ones that know. Jerry opened up and basically there were animals that crawled out I, of it? I tell you, those places... It, okay. I, right. I used to yell at Mark off all the time, get these damn things out of here. They're now, disgusting. In my defense, it was self-contained. Did not smell, and it was consumed within five hours of putting it in the refrigerator. I didn't oh, leave it that's down. That's not a big hey, listen, deal. I'm, I'm with Al on this one. Al had a huge problem with it. Yeah, no kidding. He huge put it problem. on Instagram. 
Yeah, I'm telling you, he had a huge problem with it. He likes to tell on people. So and where would you to, like, like me to put it, Al? Um, uh, I guess the fridge in the back. Yeah, come on. Al, Eddie just told you to make those kidneys in there. <laughs> come on. I'll tell you what, Al, you and I will go uh, the next <laughs> break. We'll go back to the commissary. We'll take a look and see what's in the in the uh, refrigerator. Now, there, there is a sign on the fridge that has the dates of cleanup. So I would imagine it's decently clean. Uh, All right. Which we'll tells me Spike that. took care of it. And they're making sure that it gets cleaned on a... On orderly basis. Who handles that? I think that's Matt, our office okay, manager. Okay, or Matt. Matt, the office manager, handles that. Okay. Mm -hmm. Matt's the guy who's in charge of the water. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, he's like the water filter. And the, and the paper. And, and he does. Oh, what, what, anytime I email Matt and say, hey, the water filter's running low, boom, next day, water next filter. Day? Yeah, he's oh, very okay. good. So that guy's a, you know, he's a doer. He's into, he's into, he's like sure. he's into his job. He's Yusef. He's happy. He loves his job. Comes to work. Gets done. Yusef came in here and sprayed the studio down within five minutes of getting here yesterday. And Matt was a guy who was here during COVID also. Oh, that's true. You got to fast friends. Not every day, but twice a week. Fair enough. All mm. right, Chris. 628. I know you don't have a ton, but get to whatever you found or right. hopefully. Brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Also brought to you by Jack Pocket. Play official state lottery games on your phone. So, yeah, it is February 22nd. There's not a ton going on, but this whole Aaron Judge to left field, John Carlos Stanton to right field thing with the Yankees, to me at least, is silly. I mean, this and is like a big thing. No, that's why Sal was screaming about it on the overnight. I think it's I, great. I saw, okay, right. But people are like, I know, Sal. Why judges are right fielder? Why make them a left fielder? We're, not, ta we're not talking about permanently. They're talking about picking their spots. Why? Situationally. Why? Well, we'll get to that. So let's go in order here because it really started with Boone yesterday being asked if simply they would play Stanton and Judge in the outfield at the same time this year. I would say I'm at least considering it on, on the table and we'll just kind of see how, um, you know, that goes in, in, in letting that play out. And by the way, I mean, they're athletes. Field. And by the way, based uh, on Boomer's reaction here, I'm going to need a new topic for 7 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, by the way, just, I mean, they're athletes. And Stanton says he's more engaged when he's playing on the field. Let yes. him play left field where he belongs. That was refreshing to hear, by the way. Uh, yes. They're like, no kidding. And, I, and I've always felt that he felt that way. The problem is he wants to do it, but when he does it, he usually ends up getting hurt. <laughs> so the desire is there, but the results don't always work. I mean, out could you ever me. imagine if he and Judge both had good years together? Yes, that's what they envisioned when they did they, this. I know, but they, they have, like not monster nah, seasons. I mean, like both having fifty home run seasons, yeah, driving one hundred and twenty runs. Let's try not to miss time. fifty games. All right? right, let's try not yeah. to miss fifty games. Let's let's actually play. You're an but athlete. If, let's if, go. If play. you got one hundred and forty-five games out of each of them, that'd be great. You would think that they would have. Some offense. I don't want to hear about load management and all this. Go play. Let's load. go. That's an NBA term. Don't, don't I mean, put that you on know, the, and, and yeah. But you know what? The fact that they DH him a lot is they partly rest, because of yeah, that. Rest. Yeah. Rest. Yep. All right. Here, ask specifically about the potential of Judge and left and standing in right. I mean, I'm open to things like that. Um, you know, especially in the home ballpark. So we'll see. And that home ballpark thing is part of the key here because we know at Yankee Stadium, left field much more expansive than sure. right. And they have in years past with Stanton picked their spots as far as when he does play the outfield, what kind of park they're Boomer, in. Boomer, it's February 22nd. Yeah. What do you want uh, to ask? Uh, man, I'm just going to have an aneurysm <laughs> hey, right skip. now. I'm, not, I'm telling you. <laughs> you think Judge could catch? Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Uh, well, I was like, on day one, they asked him, hey, he's taking ground balls at first base. He did take ground balls at first. Yeah. That was on him. You know what? I want, everybody, I want everybody to be like Cal Ripken. Just show up and play show every and single play. day. Damn it. That's well, what you do. How about Oswaldo Cabrera the other day? Now, granted, he's 
still technically a rookie. Hey, do you have a preference on where you'd like to play? Wherever the manager wants what you want to hear. Whatever is best for the person to Love win it. that day. Yeah, well, he hasn't gotten his big contract yet. Wait till he gets a big contract. Exactly. Well, I need Tuesdays yeah. off. If right. he gets a big I mean, contract, yeah. yes. Yes. I need uh, Tuesdays <laughs> off. I mean, oh, my God. Just play the game. Right, like You're off for six months. <laughs> and It's not like that. When I look at their training camps, I know that they're... Doing things, yeah, they're around. a lot of walking. But around. I mean, there's a lot of walking around and talking and yeah. spitting sunflower seeds out and crap like that. And SNY like, had Eduardo Escobar mic'd up yesterday, and when I watched him go through his day, I'm like, that looks awesome. Yeah, I'm sure. But probably just a couple hours in the take, field, take time in the weight room, and they go play golf. Yeah, I had to say, if you if you have a ball that hits you or something, you you know, you break a bone or something like that, I, I totally get all that stuff. Like Al Shinbone in softball, right? Exactly, I get it. But, you know, I will give Al credit. He missed one game, and then he showed back up, and he played. Well, Is that true? One game? Definitely. I mean, you guys played once every couple of years. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You guys yes. weren't playing six games in I seven I think that nights. was the last game we played. Yeah. Until well, next, the next year. Right. Well, we had plenty of time to recuperate. Uh, here's one and, more. And yeah, right. By the way, you were in Yankee Stadium when that happened? No. no that no. happened in Brooklyn. Coney Island. Oh, it was the Coney Cyclones. Islands. Oh, it was at Cyclones. Yeah. I, thought, I thought it was the Yankee Stadium. It's it still a professional ball. ballpark. Yeah. There he is. Look at him. <laughs> With the ice. Shaking got the his ice hand. on Shrugging his shin. That's your version of the Jordan shrug, Al. Right there. I mean, that is a pretty good looking bruise. It's not. It's not. You are so proud of yourself. There's probably still remnants of it right now on my leg. I'll take take a look. All right. It's discolored. So maybe you can tweet that out for us. Still discolored? Come on. A little bit. Oh, my God. Uh, here's the last one. Uh, with all that said from Boone, still very non-committal about this whole thing at this point. No decision on that yet, but it is something on my board. So do you see Judge playing some left field this spring? Is that a plan? Uh, I don't know yet. We'll see. So it's like there's not much there. I was surprised this became a storyline, but it's fine. They have nothing else to talk about. I do get that. Uh, much more convic- conviction, though, from Boone talking about his uh, his pal Josh Donaldson yesterday. Asked why he believes the 37-year-old has a bounce-back season in his back. stuck with him. Um, first of all, we're talking about a great player. Like, this has been a you know star player uh, and consistently for a long time. He's not far removed from 2021 where... You know, he was still a wrecking ball. Now, maybe he meant to say 2019. So I went back to look at 2021, wrecking ball. He was with the Twins. He played 135 games. You want to take a stab at his numbers? 135 games with the Twins. And I the will average say, homers, RBIs. Uh, 1785, an average 225. Yeah, is that a wrecking ball? He was no. 247, 26, and 70. And you know, he has okay. a lineup where there's a lot of protection here. Yeah. Now, by the way, the let me ask you. The one thing about him, he is still a hell of a fielder, though. No question. That was really, that was like the saving grace for him last year. Yes. The only thing you could really grab a hold of. Yeah. So where are we getting this Yankee sound from? Do we fill uh, Sweeney's um, role for the Yankees or no? Oh, I don't know. Here we go. Are you still up for that? As far as I know. <clears throat> I checked well, in with have there, been any, have there have been any meetings for that yet? If there have been meetings, I'm not privy to them. I did poke my head in with Spike before y'all went out to Arizona for the Super Bowl. Y'all. and Yep, y'all. And yep. I was told that uh, there were still some other conversations that needed to happen before they, they went oh, down. Are those conversations happening? Do we know? I, I couldn't tell you. And I don't oh, think we're getting that, sound from somebody. I don't think that role would have been from that job. I don't think would be... Being in Tampa right now, correct? Really? It Why used, not? It used to be those days. Yeah, it's are different. Over. It's, it's Got to find out who's playing left field and right field. Yeah. Well, we are, and we still have the sound, and yes. Sweeney's yeah. not there. Right. Wow. That's kind of the point. Well, there you go. You don't need somebody. That's then. why I stopped covering the Jets because they stopped paying you. Yeah. <laughs> well, that. <laughs> well, that you made their uh, press conferences go on forever. Correct. Oh my god. Yeah. 
Made Jerry indirectly made Jerry's life harder. He had to sift through those long questions. No, I enjoyed those. Oh. What I particularly enjoyed was you getting killed for your long questions, and then when some guys would interview people on the phone on a show, yeah. their questions would be just as long. Correct. Hmm. Yeah. Or sometimes not even be a question. <laughs> Talk about that. How about that? That's true. <laughs> uh, let's get to some football stuff here. Uh, Jerry alluded to it just before the break. So we're talking a lot about the Giants paying their quarterback this offseason. Well, the Eagles are going to have to do the same soon with Jalen Hurts, obviously off a big-time, tremendous season, and his top wideout, A.J. Brown, certainly in his corner. Listen, listen I love Philly. And I'm about, what I'm about to say, you do not pay this man. Just shoot me off wherever he finna go. It's over. Package deal me with you. Listen, so you talk about pressure? How we get it done. That's probably me recording it. Badly. I was going to say, why am I That's hearing all. Sal underneath? Because it was probably running underneath <laughs> when I recorded it. That's how. You could, you could still hear it, though. Yes. Yeah, we heard it. Pay him. And yes. by the way, you know, so Jalen Hurts is in the same boat as T. Higgins is. You know, he's going into the fourth year of a four-year contract. He was a second-round draft choice. There's no fifth-year option. Yes. And they're going to have to tear it up, and they're going to have to make him one of the highest-paid players. But di- and didn't they? Didn't Howie Roseman essentially admit that already? Yeah, yeah. They all love him, and the Nick Sirianni said, said that. The yeah. owner said that, and everything else. They're going to gonna pay him. Yeah. Or maybe, you know, maybe it was Jeffrey Lurie. Yeah, maybe it wasn't so. Howie Roseman. doesn't have to prove anything else. He's That's pretty, right. right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So if you, you always talk about Rex... And Darrell Rivas. Yeah. Can't you make the case that the owner just did that to himself? Yes, he did. And uh, it, the question is, is in terms of the extension for Jalen, you know, where do they see him? I don't, I, I think the number for him is going to be somewhere between 35 and 40. You know, that, that Super Bowl he played was a, it was an amazing Super Bowl. Yes. Too bad he just had that little fumble and that really, you that, just that, just said, just, yeah, that just slipped out, out of his hands. hands. But I, I mean, game. he had an awesome yes. Super Bowl. But you just said the number for him is going to be between 35 and 40. Yeah. And Daniel Jones' new agent supposedly are asking for 40. He's, he's better than Daniel Jones. It's not, he's yes, done, done so much more than Daniel Jones. As much Jones. as I like Daniel Jones, and I do. Yeah. It's not the same. Right. The kid The kid has proven himself. And, you know, when he was out this year, what happened? They lost. That's exactly And when right. he played, they didn't lose. And, you know, you could say that he outplayed Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. But, you know, you got to remember, Patrick had two, um, uh, I guess you would say, uh, possessions taken away from him. One was the defensive score by the Kansas City defense. And the other one was the long... Uh, a punt return, return by Kadarius Tony, where they scored anyway down on the five yard line. And I can make the case Jalen Hurts should have been the MVP of that game if he didn't fumble the ball away on that defense. Oh, if they would have won, he was easily oh, the yeah, MVP. But I can make the case, even if they lost the game and he played a perfect game, you could game, make an argument that he make was. a case for it. But I, I have to say, the Kansas City Chiefs had the ball four times in the second half, and they would have scored four touchdowns each time they had the ball if Jarek McKinnon doesn't stop on the one yard line. True. Yep. That's a perfect second half on offense. Yes. This was the rest of the quote from uh, A.J. Brown on the Hurts situation with a contract extension looming. Quote, they got to give Jalen the house, the building, the state, the everything. Oh, by the way, then we got to cut you because we can't afford you. Exactly. That's (laughs) That's what happens. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nothing on Aaron Rodgers, as I kind of thought the McAfee shows off this week. So even if he's out of the darkness retreat, there was no uh, appearance for him yesterday or audio or else. Obviously, I'd be playing that for yeah, but, you. you know, it doesn't mean that his agent can't be talking to Green Bay. Sure. I'm just saying there's not news out there. Everyone from was like, him. oh, as soon as he comes out of the retreat, let's right. see what he says. Hopefully, he's got a decision on what he wants to do. Do you think that'll be the most viewed McAfee Rodgers interview? Because there have been some really good ones. I mean, so if you go back to the whole vaccine thing, I mean, that got 
pretty viral. This has got to be pretty close to it. I would. I think, think it will be depending on you know what the agent and Green Bay end up releasing in terms of a statement where they're going to move on from him, and then I guess the next thing would be him in public, right? Uh, answering questions about being asked to be traded from Green Bay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would say yes. You know, the, other- I'm, sorry, yeah, I'm sorry. Just the one thing to think about if if he really wants to play. And he wants to play for the Jets with Nathaniel Hackett. He's got to. He's got to make a decision here soon. Soon, yes. he's got to. Agreed. NBA All Star break continues. The Hawks uh, fired coach Nate McMillan on Tuesday, which was sort of expected in the off season. They he was get having it done those now. battles with Trey Young, right? right? So yeah. they're going to start their uh, search immediately. And I guess Quinn Snyder, former Jazz head coach, is the uh, leader in the clubhouse, so to speak. I didn't. Re- Landry Fields is the GM there. Yes. Now? Yeah. 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 The former and he's, like, legit making decisions. He can't, he's got to be what in his early thirties. Uh, I don't know how old yeah. he is. He's yeah. in his thirties. Yeah. I would yeah. think. Would you have had interest? I did think about this yeah. in putting Jacques Vaughn on today. Uh, he got a guy. multi-year extension, went yes. through hell and back. That, I thought that would have been an interesting ten minutes. And he's got a lot of personality and character. And I, I will as well. say that if there's a guy that deserves a contract, it's Jacques Vaughn. And you, there's and no you question. backed him yes. from the moment he's been here. One hundred percent. He said to deal with a bunch of lunatics. <laughs> so <laughs> you would do and that, he, and he has stood tall the whole time. There has not been one flinch, in my eyes anyway, from Jacques Vaughn. From listening to him in post-game press conferences, to after the trades, to acquiring the new guys, the guy has been steady. It's probably been the best thing that Sean Marks has done in the last five years. So if I send an email to Aaron Harris over there, you're good with it? Sure. All right. And they what tacked on? It's through twenty twenty four, twenty five. Yeah, it's, uh, now, right? a couple so years, a couple extra. seasons. Yep. Yes, very cool. Yeah. Uh, college basketball wise, Michigan State eighty to sixty five win over Indiana uh, last night. Eight days after the shooting that uh, cost lives, obviously and endangered others uh, on campus there. So emotions from Tom Izzo's team and Izzo himself after the game. Women's college hoop: St. John's knocked off UConn sixty nine sixty four. Their first win wow. over the Lady Huskies since twenty twelve. Gino Oriema's squad already with their fifth loss of the season. It's the downside of playing at UConn for some kids. You have to show up every night and bring it. That's it. And not everybody's capable of doing that. A little shot at his current team there. Obviously not, uh, 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 not uh, up to their uh, standards. With that, by the way, yes. Going back to the um, the Michigan State game. Yeah. So we were talking about this yesterday, Boomer. With that loss for Indiana now, you now have eight te- uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, eight teams that have seven losses in the Big Ten. It's crazy. I mean, very balanced. All jumbled right behind Purdue and Northwestern, and Northwestern's got five losses. It's a weird year. Like what's going on with North Carolina? They were like what, oh nine in um, it's a lot of good teams. Yeah, yeah. So pretty wild. We'll see what happens as uh, March Madness is right around the corner. Uh, Hockey wise, Devils lost to Montreal. Uh, even though they, <laughs> what's so funny? Oh, no. I'm sorry, Joe. <laughs> Are you really going to laugh yeah. after the Rangers uh, lost well, to Winnipeg? Well, because yeah, well, this is what they do. Every time the Rangers play things, they play extended Rangers. Oh, oh I gotcha. Uh, yeah, yes, yes, uh, yes. Highlights. They're and laughing. Then, of course, they're laughing. Sure. You made your else. own laugh. Right. Gotcha. They boomed it like I played all four goals against the Rangers yes. yesterday. I was looking to kill time at that point. Hey, full disclosure, I watched this game last night. I'm sure you did. Montreal stinks. Yeah, I almost The first two goals in that second period on their first two shots, for God's sake. It was a lot like the Ranger Winnipeg game. Why are you screwing the microphone? He's making, he's tightening uh, things it's up. It's about there. to fall down. Yeah, exactly. I'm trying to tighten it up. Do you want your little uh, mic thing, by the way? No. All right. I'm good. I mean, Thank you, you do use it when you're over here. If it's on there. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anything uh, else? Islanders Winnipeg tonight, 7 o'clock. All right. Thanks. The Jets finish out the, uh, the three teams. Yeah. All right, Chris. Thanks very much. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. Sunrise in New York City. Boomer and Geo program until ten. Um, we'll get back to some of the other stuff. But I I was thinking about this as I heard first. I read the story, then I heard Alan and uh, Chris talking about it earlier, and it brought to mind some places that you can end up in. So you see this, this horrific story in Florida with this poor woman who was basically killed by an alligator in her own community. Yeah. And, you know, we saved her dog. Well, I read she tried to save the dog. Did the dog actually make it? The dog did make it. Okay. Well, I mean, that's at least one part of the story. That's not horrible, but whatever. And I I was thinking back to when we were arriving in Phoenix last week, and Al looked like a child at Christmas when he was looking out the window, and he was just looking at the mountains and the sunshine and the blue skies. And then you come back to this thought of no matter where you go, it's something. It's so you, something. Yes. you lived in, in Scottsdale, right? Is that yes. where you lived? Yes. So if you lived in Florida or you lived in Scottsdale, which we all talk about wanting to do at some point, in Florida, you got to worry about the gators. Like our hours, we always discuss this. We go out, we leave at 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning. How do you know that there's not something under your car when you're living in Florida? How do you know in, in, in Arizona when you go out, unless your car's in a garage, that you don't have a rattlesnake hovering around your wheel well? When you go out there. Or a scorpion. Or a scorpion. Something like that. Yeah, a spider, yeah. I mean, you've got... I, I always think the idea of living in Texas sounds great. And then you see they can't handle ice storms. You know, that's become... Yeah, a Florida Florida also different. has enormous hurricanes that hit them. Right. And the, I actually come back to... I can't believe I'm going to say this. This almost seems to be the perfect place to be. We don't deal with a whole lot of crap. We, I mean, yes, we had Superstorm Sandy. I get it. We have big thunderstorms, and this is coming from someone that hates this area because of the congestion, the people, the the, the commuting, the tolls, the taxes, taxes, everything. But weather-wise... Yeah, from a natural disaster standpoint... Is there anywhere better? Northeast is where it's at. It probably is. Especially if you're a little bit inland, your hurricane risk is almost zero. You know, you don't have to be that far in coastal. Of course, you can get hit every once in a while. Floods. 
floods. Yeah, but true. But that's coastal again. Unless you, you know, if you don't live near a river, we get these monumental rainstorms, which are happening more frequently. Right. Think about California with yeah. the wildfires. Wildfires the, the, or about drought or floods there. Tornadoes or... And earthquakes that they're sitting on that fault line. So you're basically sitting here saying that you like now where you live and you appreciate... I'm sitting here, live. I am acknowledging that where we live after... And listen... I still would like to live elsewhere just mm-hmm. because of the weather. Like I said, the taxes, the commuting expenses, the parking expenses, all these things that, like when we were in Phoenix, waking up, and I know we wouldn't live downtown, but waking up, walking to work, not having to worry about looking for a parking spot, not worried about paying $17 each day coming in, $5 going out, was lovely. And driving around, even driving around, even though we're in Uber cars, there's no tolls, there's no bridges, there's no nothing. There are really great aspects of living elsewhere. But then yes. you read stories like this, and it's like, I love Florida, I do. But that's scary as hell. That well, the woman's walking know. her dog and she gets attacked by a 700-pound alligator. Yeah, it's not a good thing. I mean, it really is. When you were in Scott, well, you were in Scottsdale, Cincinnati, and here. Anywhere else? Uh, well, Maryland, but there's, Maryland, Maryland's but, like here. Yes. Did you ever encounter, when you play golf in Arizona, I remember you took me the one time, you're like, those are snake holes, but don't worry, not that time of year. Yeah, because it was too cold. They're not coming out until it gets really hot. But you've played. I've seen snakes on golf courses. I've seen rattlers on golf courses. I've seen bobcats. I've seen, oh. uh, when I was out there, uh, when we were out there two weeks ago up in Desert Mountain, uh, I saw a, uh, a wolf. I guess it's a wolf, right? I guess it would be a wolf. It could be. It could be a coyote. Also. Coyote. I mean, a coyote. We don't think of a wolf. It was and a coyote. coyotes that would attack you too, right? Right, but only if they're in bunches, not, not, not if they're by themselves. And this guy was just laying out on the golf course, sunning himself. Oh. And, you know, we just rode right past him with the golf cart like he's used to it, kind of like the deer are here. Yeah, yeah. They see you. They're like, eh, who cares? But it's funny. So when I was in South Carolina years ago, my dad and my brother, we were on like the second hole. It was a par three over water, and there was the car path. And right off the car path was this gigantic alligator. And I remember pulling up to it, and I said to my father, I'm like, I'm not going over there. Like, it was right there. Ranger comes up behind us. Do we have a problem, guys? Like, no, but I think we're going to skip this hole. He goes, oh, no, that's Charlie. He's been here for years. He won't bother you. Well, how do I know Charlie's not having a bad day? Yeah, Charlie could be having a bad day, that's for sure. Oh, my God. How, what? how did you know it was a wolf boomer? Did it make a particular sound? No, it was, <laughs> it was a coyote is what it was, yes. <laughs> that's a werewolf, Al. <laughs> what noise was I trying to make when I did that? Uh, that was a, a bit of your Tarzan attempt. <laughs> Tarzan? That was Tarzan? When I hear that, I just think that's what we're sending out over the radio waves. <laughs> Nobody does it better than we do. That's what the aliens are hearing. Yeah. <laughs> that's why they haven't come down yet. <laughs> one quick one, Joe and Pearl River. What's up, Joe? Okay, so you're absolutely right. These alligators will go under your car. I lived in Shreveport for many years in Louisiana, up near the Mississippi River. Those things, and we live near a swamp. That's where our condominium was right near a swamp. And at night, if it got anywhere, we would check the weather. And if it got below 60 degrees, which it did at times, those things distinctively and go, they go right underneath your cars to get the warmth when oh. you pull in. So what we used to do is we used to take the, uh, the pool net that they had there and those extended pool nets, you know, you can really like extend them like the five, yeah, 10, yeah. 15 feet. We used to put two of them together. 
<laughs> we would come out of our door, out of our door. We would shine our spotlight there, oh. and there they were, maybe one or two of them. Oh, and man. you'd nudge them, one or two and when of you them. Nudge them. You kind of woke them up, and they would run into the swamp. But if that water was cold, <laughs> they would run right into that swamp. And they would turn around and head right back. I oh, mean, immediately. God. So you had to, like, nudge them, run to your car, get in your car, start your car. I get, Joe, I got to be honest. That, you were doing that. that is not worth the trouble, Joe. Thank you very much yeah, for but that you, you know, what, go, you know what goes on here in New York City. The so rats. when it gets cold like this... Uh, the rats, yeah. if you park your car on the street and well, your car is warm. Yeah. Had a rat basically eat his engine or That's his, his belts, they'll, they'll, right? They'll get them right up, get themselves right up next to the engine block, get the warmth and chew on your, your, uh, engine belt. And then you started your car. Yeah. The, a rat was eating my serpentine belt. And when the, when I started the car, the belt snapped his neck. And my whole car was immovable and got towed. And then they showed me, they go, come here back here. There was a, beheaded rat in my wheel well right yeah Ugh. so i'd rather the rat though than the alligator uh, yeah the i think that, yeah i would i would i would have to agree with that my god you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 